0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important
1: issues. An American pastor, Scott Lively, faces charges of crimes against humanity simply for opposing the homosexual agenda and exercising his First Amendment rights. We have an exclusive newsmaking interview with Brian Kamenker, leader of Mass Resistance.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name.
1: An American pastor faces crimes against humanity charges for simply opposing the homosexual agenda when he was a missionary in Africa. LifeSite News reports that the first U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has now allowed a lawsuit to proceed against American pastor Scott Lively, accusing him of overseas activism and vocalizing his opposition to the homosexual agenda. Pastor Lively recently completed an unsuccessful bid for governor of Massachusetts, and he was sued in 2012 by the homosexual group Center for Constitutional Rights on behalf of sexual minorities in Uganda. That lawsuit is seeking redress under the Alien Tort Statute, a controversial old law from the 1700s that was recently struck down by the U.S. Supreme Court that has occasionally allowed foreign nationals to sue American citizens in U.S. courts. Of course, Pastor Lively asked the liberal judge, Michael Ponsner, to throw out the case arguing that his First Amendment right to free speech was protected by the U.S. Constitution and he also didn't violate any law of Uganda. <clears throat> but the judge refused in a mitriolic 79-page ruling in August of 2013 and he called Lively's opposition to homosexual behavior ludicrous. The judge blamed Lively's speeches for everything from isolated incidents of police brutality against homosexuals in Uganda to the introduction of a controversial bill that would have made homosexual behavior punishable by death in Uganda. Well, that law was never passed. And in fact, Scott Lively advocated against that crazy idea. But last week, a three-judge panel in the First Circuit denied Lively's appeal to throw out the case. They concluded that it is debatable whether Judge Ponsner has properly parsed the petitioner's protected speech from any unprotected speech or conduct, but Lively's right to extraordinary relief is not yet clear or indisputable. So, that's the news. Our thanks to LifeSiteNews.com for that report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. I discern upon Pastor Scott Lively the spirit of God. Not only did he advocate against cruelty to gay groups, but now he's being persecuted by those same gay groups simply for saying what the Bible says, that homosexuality is a sin. The Bible says this in Matthew chapter five, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Let's take a short break and when we come back, Brian Kemenker of Mass Resistance.
2: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: Do you care about your family, about your children? Of course you do but you need to take action today because they're under attack. Sign a petition at PrayInJesusName.org to protect traditional marriage. Here are three specific petitions you can sign. Number one is to stop ENDA. This is the so-called Employment Non-Discrimination Act, but it's actually a bathroom bill that will punish Christians. It's introduced by a homosexual congressman, Jared Polis from Colorado, and it's really just a bathroom bill in disguise. Ladies and little girls, next time you go into the ladies room at any public restaurant, you might run into somebody who looks like this if Enda becomes law. We need to stop this because here's the actual, actual language of the bill, they don't want you to read this. It says dresser grooming standards must be permitted for any employer who has an employee who's undergoing or may someday go undergo a gender transition after the time of employment. Well, this gives them permission to have the same dress or grooming standards to which they're transitioning. In other words, they don't even need a sex change. A man can go into a ladies room and assault you and your little girl if Enda becomes law. And they'll punish the Christian business owner if he doesn't allow that. Number two petition you can sign is to stop the Homosexual Classrooms Act. That's being introduced by Senator Al Franken of Minnesota actually to defund your public school. If you don't, Force the teachers to promote homosexuality to all of the children as as young as kindergarten in the guise of anti-bullying lectures. You're really just recruiting your kids into the gay agenda. Petition number three you can sign at PrayInJesusName.org is to defend traditional marriage. The 1996 Defense of Marriage Act is under fire, but it defines marriage simply between one man and one woman. Sign these petitions today Go to PrayInJesusName.org and take action.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, you're watching PIJN News. I'm joined now via Skype by my dear old friend from Massachusetts, Brian Kammacher, leader of Mass Resistance. Welcome, Brian. Good to be here. Uh, Thanks for having me. No, I appreciate that. and. Uh, you have been involved very closely with Pastor Scott Lively, who is now on trial. Uh, the judge refused to throw out the case. They appealed, I think, to the First or Second Circuit up there, and and they sent it back and said, no, we're going to have a trial now against this Christian pastor accused of international crimes against humanity. What is a crime against humanity? What does that mean? This, this
3: is the most ridiculous thing you'll, you'll ever hear they're trying to use something called the Alien Tort Act uh from the 1700s to um you know to convict him of of supposed crimes uh things that he did that were not legal that, that were completely legal in the place where he did them basically making speeches uh and 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 uh they're they're claiming and, and this this use of the Alien Tort Act by the way was largely struck down by the US Supreme Court this past summer but nevertheless they are accusing Pastor Lively of inciting murder torture and other civil rights violations in Uganda simply because he came and made a few speeches at a pro uh, at a few pro-family gatherings there I mean,
1: now my understanding is the the Uganda legislature debated this idea of criminalizing homosexuality as a criminal act over there. And they, th- there was this one politician who suggested that maybe even they invoke the death penalty. That idea failed. They did not pass that into Ugandan law. There is no death penalty. But while that, was, while that debate was happening in their Congress, Pastor Scott Lively was an American missionary who traveled to Uganda and gave
3: speeches there. And what did he say? Well, I, I, I don't know if he yeah, he was there for part of the time while they were debating it. He actually lobbied against it. Uh, he said that they shouldn't have the death penalty, but in fact that they should have rehabilitation for, for homosexual acts, um, which is exactly the opposite of what the uh, homosexual activists are claiming. But he had written an oral testimony, which you can look up. Um, and so uh it yeah it, the the bill failed and uh, I think it failed twice but they're still trying to somehow blame him for uh pushing uh, attempting to push that through. So he
1: spoke out against, you know, re- over criminalizing homosexuality but he did advocate for rehabilitation. Is that a, a crime either in America or in Uganda, or why is he not allowed to speak out on political topics
3: well it, it's an interesting question. Nothing that he did was a crime either in Uganda, or would it have been a crime had he done it here? All he simply did was go to some um, you know meetings and speak some pro family meetings and what they're claiming is is because he made these speeches that other people somehow heard him and were, um, you know, incited to riot or uh, violence and other things. Now, there's no proof at all that any of these people actually heard anything that Scott Lively said uh, or were affected by it. And even had they been, you know, none of the stuff that he said was really particularly insightful. Uh, I mean, as far as inciting, I don't mean insightful, but you know you know, meant to incite any violence at all. It was simply the kinds of things that you talk about at a pro-family meeting about the homosexual movement. So the law that he's being
1: accused under, is that an international law or an American law?
3: It's an American law. Uh, the Alien Tort Act, um, you know, is uh, goes back, as I said, to the uh, 1700s, and he's the... the this this uh group which is a george soros funded group is 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 making this incredible stretch to try to claim that he uh you know is you know was was is sort of like what the nazis did in europe that he's doing stuff that's comparable to that that's causing violence and death and all this other stuff and again you know i can't overestimate how ridiculous this whole thing is What they are trying to do is scare everybody in this country who wants to speak out on the issue of homosexuality and nothing more. There is nothing that Scott Lively did, as I said, that was illegal there or illegal here. This is all about terrorizing him.
1: Last question before we take a short break. Uh, This was assigned to a liberal judge. Do you know anything about the judge, and why did they not throw this case out on
3: its face? Oh, we know a lot about the judge. This is a judge, um, Judge uh, Ponser, um, who uh, is very, very liberal, has a long history of supporting the radical homosexual movement, has indirectly uh, donated to the organization that's the plaintiff, uh, has over, you know, as I said, over and over, has homosexual issues in his own family. Uh, and as I said, he it's documented that he supports the homosexual movement internationally, both here and in Africa. Um, and so he should have recused himself, uh, but he didn't.
1: So the homosexual group that's suing Pastor Lively is called the Center for Constitutional Rights sort of a misleading title since they apparently oppose his First Amendment rights. And the Christian law firm defending Pastor Scott is Liberty Counsel, is that our friend Matt Staver and his group? That's correct. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Brian, for everything you are doing at massresistance.org to bring this to our attention, give, you know, honest reporting and shine a light on the darkness that is there against this Christian pastor. We're gonna take a short break when we come back more with Brian Kaminker of Mass Resistance.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps
1: will be right back. Do you care about your family, about your children? Of course you do, but you need to take action today because they're under attack. Sign a petition at PrayInJesusName.org to protect traditional marriage. Here are three specific petitions you can sign. Number one is to stop ENDA. This is the so-called Employment Non-Discrimination Act, but it's actually a bathroom bill that will punish Christians. It's introduced by a homosexual congressman, Jared Polis from Colorado, and it's really just a bathroom bill in disguise. Ladies and little girls, next time you go into the ladies' room at any public restaurant, you might run into somebody who looks like this, if ENDA becomes law. We need to stop this because here's the actual, actual language of the bill. They don't want you to read this. It says dress or grooming standards must be permitted for any employer who has an employee who's undergoing or may someday go undergo a gender transition after the time of employment. Well, this gives them permission to have the same dress or grooming standards to which they're transitioning. In other words, they don't even need a sex change. A man can go into a lady's room and assault you and your little girl if Enda becomes law and they'll punish the Christian business owner if he doesn't allow that. Number two petition you can sign is to stop the Homosexual Classrooms Act. That's being introduced by Senator Al Franken of Minnesota actually to defund your public school if you don't force the teachers to promote homosexuality to all of the children as as young as kindergarten and the guise of anti-bullying lectures. You're really just recruiting your kids into the gay agenda. Petition number three you can sign at PrayInJesusName.org is to defend traditional marriage. The 1996 Defense of Marriage Act is under fire, but it defines marriage simply between one man and one woman. Sign these petitions today. Go to PrayInJesusName.org and take action. Empowering you, the
0: grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm joined again by my dear friend, Brian Kameker, works at massresistance.org. Brian, tell us about your organization. You founded this about 20 years ago. What do you do?
3: Well, uh, Mass Resistance is what you might call a a hardcore pro-family group. That's the name that a local uh, newspaper columnist gave us. We we, uh, support uh, pro-family values. Uh, we lobby in the legislature, uh, and we have supporters in all 50 states and in over a dozen foreign countries. We, we, we help people all over the United States. I've lobbied in several states. Um, we, we, defend, uh, we defend the parents and citizens against the encroachment, against um, you know, the attacks on religion and liberty.
1: Well, and we were talking about Pastor Scott Lively, who did, I think, run for governor in this last election. Uh, He did not win. I heard he got right around 1% of the vote. But uh, there was a Republican who did win in Massachusetts, Charlie Baker. Is that his name? And what is your interaction with the Republican Party versus the Democrat Party?
3: Oh, you mean my personal interaction?
1: Well, um, as an organization, well, I, I know you, you have a 501c4 that does issue advocacy, nonpartisan. You well, also have a 501c3 that's a Christian charity, nonpartisan. But what well, are your impressions of the election?
3: Well, yeah, I, I was personally uh, uh, a, um, a delegate to the Republican convention, and I have been a, a Republican activist for, you know, probably 20 years on the local uh, city committee, um, you know, uh, Charlie Baker is uh, is a rhino's rhino in many people's opinion. He's very, very liberal, uh, very left wing on the social issues. He once told the Boston Globe that he was to the left of Barack Obama on social issues. I will say this: um, he um, he is not a you know a, a militant radical like some of the Democrats we've had here, but you know he is what he is i uh i voted for scott lively for governor uh S- scott was my man
1: well it's fascinating that you know the the christian right even in massachusetts has to leave the republican party when it comes time to vote because they can't find any champions but you have been a champion for so many issues although you're not a candidate you have fought for example against uh, homosexual re-education of children in schools. What's happening in Massachusetts there now?
3: Well, Massachusetts was the beginning of everything that's going on as far as the homosexual agenda in the schools. It started here back in the late nineteen eighties, and this is pretty much the cutting edge. Uh the um the uh, you know the uh, transgender agenda is now in the schools. Uh, It's very, very militant. Uh, I was talking to a parent just yesterday uh, who is very upset that his seventh grade son is being taken to an assembly uh, for, you know, the gay clubs that they're putting in his middle school. Now, gay clubs in the middle school, and they have an assembly that they didn't tell the parents about, but this father happened to find out about it. And, um, and 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 by his, you know, getting angry, the school finally sent an email to parents saying, yes, we're gonna have this. But that's, uh, you know, th- that's where this agenda is going. It's going into the middle schools and into the elementary schools here. And you can see that this is gonna start happening around the country. So it's not just uh,
1: sharing co-ed bathrooms in schools. I know Maine just had a Supreme Court case that said, uh, a boy who pretends to be a girl must be allowed access to the girl's locker room. Uh, is, is that the kind of transgender thing you're seeing in
3: Massachusetts? Yeah. Um, that's, and in fact, that started here. Um, and uh, it, 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 it later got to Maine. Uh, the The gay activists, by the way, have an enormous amount of money. And these kinds of lawsuits don't happen by accident. They're very well-planned. We've actually had people in some of their planning meetings. Uh, they, you know, th- this this is going to start happening around the country, these kinds of, um, of lawsuits where they go in and, 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 and you know, sue to, to let a boy use a girl's r- uh, restroom in the school and things like that. And, you know, the, uh, the, big, the big problem is these non-discrimination laws that, uh, get passed in states and in various towns because the homosexual and transgender movement uses that for this kind of thing. Do
1: you think there's an effort to recruit the children of Christians or or Catholics in Massachusetts using taxpayer-funded education? What, what are the teachers unions trying to teach in the classroom?
3: Well, um, I have seen uh, over the years a a movement of in general where you have kids who are you know very vulnerable maybe having troubles at home you know maybe you know maybe having their own issues and the gay clubs will say the reason that you're not fitting in is because you're really gay and they will take them under their wing and they will persuade them to come out that this is who you really are and 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 pretty soon these kids are getting involved with these really horrible behaviors, you know, hor- horrible things at these uh, meetings. And we've seen it very, we've seen it up close. Uh, and we've seen the, the anxiety that the parents go through when, when their kids are suddenly taken over by this. And yes, they love getting kids from Christian backgrounds. That seems to be uh, something that they particularly enjoy to do but they do seem to target vulnerable kids. And that's the whole movement
1: now with this middle school club where gay kids or people who are being recruited to become gay kids are encouraged to congregate. Do they allow, for example, Bible study groups in in middle schools there?
3: I haven't seen any. I mean, you know, kids in middle school don't, you know they just want to you know be kids they don't want to get into these larger issues you know um, and I you know uh, I've seen Bible study groups in the high schools I haven't seen any in the middle schools um, but you know they it's what 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 they need to have is at least the other side We've tried to get ex gays to be able to come in and talk about the dangers of homosexuality and they simply won't allow that. They won't allow doctors to come in and talk about the medical problems of homosexuality. That's the real problem is it's, it's, uh, it's only one-sided. Last question, and then we're gonna have
1: to run because I think we're almost out of time. If a parent wants to opt out and take their kids out of certain lectures or sexual re-education of their children, have you seen any uh, resistance to the parent's authority?
3: oh sure certainly the the opt out law in Massachusetts I wrote uh and was passed back in the mid nineties it's It's weaker than it needs to be. what it really needs to be is an opt in law uh but oh yeah, schools absolutely don't want to do that. I mean, I remember with my own kids, they did their best to keep uh you know me and other parents from opting out, and I wrote the law, and I knew what it said, and they lied to us, and they did all kinds of tricks. to to keep parents from doing that. So yeah, the schools uh, are very um, disingenuous and just just nasty about that whole thing. Well,
1: Brian, I'm so proud of the work that you're doing there. Uh, Your website is massresistance.org. People can donate there to help you fight the good fight. Uh, You know, from a social perspective, you're behind enemy lines and you're doing yeoman's work and you're fighting right in the heart of darkness there. Uh, But God bless you and the work that you do. If people want to contact you, uh, are you available for speaking engagements? Sure, yeah. You can contact us through the website, massresistance.org. All right. Thank you so much. We'll take a short break, and we'll be right back.
2: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Introducing FactsCongress.com. Do you care about politics, defending pro-life causes, traditional marriage, and religious freedom? At faxcongress.com, you can create any petition to Congress, and we will convert your e-petition instantly to a real fax paper on your congressman's desk. And the best part, It's free. Want your voice heard by multiple congressmen? At faxcongress.com, we can blast your petition to all 535 congressmen and senators instantly. And you don't even need a fax machine. Not only do we deliver your petitions instantly, but with our dashboard feature, you can quickly recruit friends on Facebook and Twitter to co-sign your petition. Do you care about a particular cause? You can build a virtual army of supporters at faxcongress.com. Do you lead a church, faith-based organization, or PAC? We can even help you do fundraising. It's free. Just visit faxcongress.com and try it out. Make a difference. Sign any petition today at faxcongress.com. FactsCongress.com.
1: Can I take a moment to ask you to donate today? There are such important battles that we're fighting and winning around the country to defend religious liberty. How much is the right to pray in Jesus' name worth to you? Well, to me, it was worth a 16 year career and a million dollar pension, which I sacrificed to defend Jesus Christ. I'm asking you to call us today, toll free at 866-Obey-God and make a donation. How much would you pay to defend religious liberty? Would you give $10 or $20 or $100? I bet there's some people who are watching who can even give $1,000 today just to help us stay on the air, to broadcast this into people's homes, to organize these petition drives, and especially, we spend thousands of dollars organizing rallies around the country and petitioning legislators. Please call us today at 866-Obey-God and give the best pledge that you can give to defend religious liberty and take a stand for Jesus Christ. We can't do it without you. Please donate today.
2: He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Our thanks again to Brian Kameker for that wonderful interview. We need your help to stay on the air. Please donate today at PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Proverbs 19, whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time.